thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. We've always taken mums the word to mean keeping things to ourselves. Well, this is no longer the case as we provide mums with the natural, honest, and reliable resources they need from experts and other mums to keep their families happy, healthy, and safe. Be prepared to use your passion for parenting to empower yourself with the knowledge of choice. Welcome to Mums the Word with your host, mum and chiropractor, Kaz Jaff. Hey everyone, welcome back again to another episode of Mums the Word. We are speaking Good Gut Health and Birth with Joanna Cheslack Hochland, and uh, this is a fantastic episode that I implore you to share with people you know um, who are pregnant or um, have small uh, children, and even those that don't, because we're really touching the topic of uh, immunity and the microbiome and so much more. And I know that people, when they listen to this, there's going to be a lot of aha, uh, light bulb moments going off. And, and, and also for a lot of people, I think they're going to feel like, oh, if only I knew this information before. So for that reason, I think it's fantastic if you could share share the message that Joanna's talking about in this episode. Uh, Dr. Joanna Cheslack Hochland is a certified nutritional coach, a registered paramedical natural medicine practitioner, and a functional medicine practitioner in training. She has a biology master of science from the Polish University, and she has earned a doctorate in molecular microbiology at the University, University of Groningen in the Netherlands. So that, yeah, that's quite a lot, right? Um, after her academic education, she went on to work in the biotech industry. And in 2015, following her gut and returning to her lifelong passion for health, microbes, nutrition, and education, she brought to life her own company, Probiotic Digest. She now consults and promotes health through education about nutrition, gut health, human gut microbiome, and lifestyle to help people in their journey to well-being. I'm not going to share everything about the episode. Of course, you're going to listen to it. And um, yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the show, Joanna. I'm very excited to have you share your story with the listeners. Please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, thank you, Karen. Thank you uh, for a lovely introduction and for, thank you for inviting me, inviting me for the show. It's my pleasure to be one of your uh, guests. I hope that, you know, uh, what I will share with you today will be helpful and you will get some tips that will support your own and your child's uh, health. So let's start briefly about me, what brought me here and um, why I'm here. I will show you, uh, you know, a part of my story as a mother and as a professional. Um, I have two lovely, healthy and happy daughters, aged five and, five and a half and four. And it's been quite a journey. The first experiences as a mother, as, as a parent, uh, at the beginning were quite overwhelming. And the beginning of my motherhood has been a bumpy road. When my first daughter was born, uh, it was quite a long labor of 30 hours. She came out in a good shape with a high APGAR score. But two hours after labor... She was placed in a car seat and we were heading home from a hospital as, you know, as the Dutch standards are. The baby has to be placed in a car seat. And on a, on a way home, you know, I had a feeling that there was something wrong with her. You know, I had no experience with babies, but, you know, she looked weird. 
you know, this is the only thing I could say. So we, yeah, we came back to the asking, you know, the hospital staff to check her out. And she had a respiratory insufficiency. She was given oxygen right away. And, you know, they followed the standard procedure, hospital procedure, and they gave her, gave her antibiotics, nasal feeding with formula milk. And we were separated for the first days of her life. Yeah. I mean, of course, I could see her, I could touch her, but I mean, basically, she was, uh, she was separated. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, of course, a scary moment and overwhelming moment. And um, on the one hand, I was, of course, happy that we didn't go home. Yeah but came back to the hospital because it was also a rush hour. So we might have been stuck in a traffic jam. And yeah, with her having respiratory insufficiency, you never know how that would end up. So, you know, we were in a hospital and, you know, I believed, we believed that she was in the good hands. Yeah. And, um, on the other hand, it was, of course, stressful, overwhelming, and a lot of uncertainty. And you feel, in a way, hopeless. And well, well you're at the end, from this country, you've got no exactly, you are help. not from this country. Yeah. And I mean, of course, these situations, you can't plan these situations yeah. and you can't prepare yourself for these situations. So it's always unexpected, and you hope it will not happen. You want to take the best decisions, uh, you know, you, you can. Uh, you ask the physicians, you ask the doctors, and they tell you, okay, if you don't give uh, antibiotics, there is a risk, you know, well, serious consequences possible. So, of course, you, yeah, you decide to, uh, you go for antibiotics, and, well, finally, there was no infection, and their, her respiratory issues, the issue, the reason was not found. Yeah. It was not an infection. You know, after doing, after math, after math and, you know, when we were at home and I could put some pieces together, <clears throat> what I believe happened, <clears throat> what the trigger was, she was placed in that infant car seat. Yeah. Of course, being in an awkward position. And the combination with a long labor, oxygen shortage, probably have created the circumstance leading to respiratory insufficiency. This is my theory. Because she showed no signs back, of it at the hospital, obviously they wouldn't no, have exactly. let you go. She had, yeah. go, she had good uh, APGAR score, you yeah. know, everything went well, but I think just long labor, the combination of all the things, and then the position, the car seat position with, yeah, with the head, you know, yeah, obstructed uh, respiratory tract yeah. <clears throat> probably was a trigger. That's what I think because it happens after she was placed uh, in a yeah. car seat. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you don't know. You yeah, you are not prepared for these situations. And well, we were separated the first days. After three days, she could stay with me when they knew it wasn't it wasn't an infection. And. The first night I spent with her, we had we were together. She had a colic. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember holding her, putting her to my breast, rocking her, walking with her for hours while she kept crying and screaming. Mm-hmm. And it continued for you know for the next two months. And you know, I know it wasn't, of course, the best start she could have, 
you know, I was happy she was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't just optimal. And uh, I kept, I I kept putting her at breast. I was trying to breastfeed, you know, I, I, uh, I consulted uh, lactation consultants in a hospital and after when we were at home and what they told me was, you know, just keep putting her at breast. You know, all my milk production, everything was just fine, great, but she just, she just didn't, didn't suck. She just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she was formula milk. So from the very beginning, we were uh, also from the beginning in a hospital, we were giving her formula uh, with a syringe. <clears throat> this is how, well, you know, how we were instructed to do. And of course, promote breastfeeding, but she refused. It was screaming, crying. Uh, she was restless. And um, yeah, this story continued for the, for about two months. Mm-hmm. And on a good days, she was crying and screaming for five hours. On a bad days, it was about 11 hours. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and she didn't want to take a breast. She was furious. No, I think right now she just didn't know what to do with it. She just, yeah. And I didn't know how to, how to support her, how to, you know, what to do. Uh, apart from trying to put her at breast. And you still had milk. Yeah. Uh, hmm? You still had milk. Yeah, I had milk. I was pumping. Right, I was yeah. pumping. So for two months, I was trying to keep the production yeah, on. And I was pumping, so I was collecting a lot of breast milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, having formula, she also didn't uh, like the formula milk. And, yeah, it was a process of exper- experimenting. Yeah. A lot of experimenting and trying to see what works. And... Um, uh, well, the good thing is our apartment was quite soundproof, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but as you can imagine, I was quite desperate and frustrated. Uh, having baby that's, that's in discomfort and is crying. And I didn't have the, you know, a lot of knowledge and background and experience to support her. I was experimenting, experimenting with different fo- uh, formulas, with enzymes, with remedies, you know, you name it, to ease her pain. Uh, you know, you look in the internet, you find different information, and she didn't want to drink mother milk from a bottle. Um, yeah, this process took about two months, and, um, well, at that time, I stopped pumping, and then it was sort of done, and I knew she was on formula milk. Because we found sort of formula milk that she responded better for colicky children. She seemed to be, uh, she seemed to have less discomfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, what I thought at that time. Uh, she seemed to be uh, happier. But doing, you know, aftermath, looking back, I know her gut wasn't happier with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, you don't ha- you don't have all the information, or you know the people around you also are not always knowledgeable uh, in a ways and you know information to provide you what's the best. 
I knew that the breast milk was the best. However, it seemed to not work. Uh, I wish I knew then that the chiropractors existed. Unfortunately, I didn't. At that time, uh, when, when she was about four weeks old, um, we went to osteopath mm-hmm. uh, to check her out. And he told us that she was fine, so he didn't find anything. But uh, he, he said that she needed and wanted closeness. And breasts, basically. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying offering her breasts with no success. Uh, well, fortunately, after it's getting a bit emotional. Yeah, of course. That's okay. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, after two months, things got better and she cried less and she was less colicky and she was happy. Yeah. And she was, in general, doing well. And after starting daycare at six months, she was sick quite frequently. Yeah. But, you know, everyone says it's normal. Yeah. So this is, this is the story of my first daughter. Yeah. And, yeah, you experienced it for the first time. So, yeah. yeah you just go with a flow. And there's lots of, yeah, the yeah. unknown. Yeah. 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 So, fortunately, my second pregnancy went well, and my first pregnancy went also very well. And everything went well during my second birth, and and my second daughter was uh, lucky to be breastfed. So, we could, you know, right after birth, uh, I gave birth in a hospital, we could, uh, we came back home, and... She was breastfed, and uh, and then I realized how much my daughter and I missed by not breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because apart from, of course, all the microbes, and I will talk about it, and and prebiotics that uh, mother milk mm-hmm. contains. It's also a lot about the bonding. Yeah. 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 And. Of course, it's very, very personal, but this is how I experience it. Understand? Yeah. Yeah. Having one child breastfed and the other one not. Yeah. And where does the story come in for the work that you're doing now? I mean, was that something you were doing already before having the kids, or that was something that really became prominent, like with seeing the difference in the two and with your knowledge that you had? Like, where does that story come in with the work that you do now? Yeah, so actually, yeah, my experiences as a mother, as, you know, uh, yeah, breastfeeding, uh, child sicknesses, and this is what brought me and inspired me, yeah. actually, to uh, to go for for it professionally, yeah. to, to promote it, to yeah. promote it, basically. Yeah. And, you know... And uh, going back to the osteopath who said that she, that my closeness and, and, and breast, I mean, so doing aftermath, you know, when I had the second child, I mean, it all made sense to me. It was so obvious. 
yes, indeed. It just somehow didn't work out for us. And uh, I looked for help, you know, lactation consultants. Well, at, at right now, I think I didn't just get the best ones that could probably support me in the best way. But, um, yeah, right now I work, you know, with what we have and I try to promote and optimize their health um, by basically nutrition. And, you know, to uh, going back to my personal story uh, is, you know, so my, my, when my younger one turned about five and a half months, was autumn, she started daycare. And I mean, they were both sick, sick, sick. Basically, all the time sick. I mean, not at the very serious sicknesses, but, uh, you know, fevers, coughing, ear infections, uh, which, is, which is quite exhausting it's, if it continues, uh, con- mm-hmm. goes on. So it was a bit of a roller coaster. They were sick. I was sick. My husband was sick. It was like a, you know, uh, like a hospital at home. Uh, we were all sick. We were just exhausted. And, uh, well, girls, it's only less than one year and a half apart. So it was a quite intense period. Uh, my older one was quite frustrated when the younger one was born. She was, it was quite a traumatic experience for her. Uh, <clears throat> it was difficult for her to grasp, okay, you have a new baby. So the first time she saw me with my younger one in my hands, she, she was so upset, really very, very deeply like injured, you know, wound emotionally. Mm. Uh, but we worked things out, you know, I did a lot of reading and uh, I gave her extra attention, uh, what she needed. And things work really great. They love each other. They are the best friends right now. It was just, as I said in the beginning, it was a bumpy road. Yeah. And uh, you go through it, you learn really a lot and you explore and... Uh, you find the ways that work for you. Yeah. And, you know, but the really this defining moment also why I became uh, busy with nutrition and gut health professionally was, you know, as I mentioned, that at our home we were all sick at that time. My girls were sick. I was sick. My husband was sick. We, you know, we were not functioning at our optimal self. And... Yeah, we had just a typical European diet. So we were eating bread, porridge, milk, cheese, fruits, some vegetables. And, you know, I was trying to figure out the ways I was looking, what can help us. Because going to a GP, even though he, you know, he tried to be helpful. I mean, he, at certain point, he told me, I I don't know what, how I can help you anymore. I don't know. So I looked at ways, how, well, you know, what I can do. And the first thought I had was, you know, looking at our nutrition, improving our nutrition. Um, and I started, you know, reading. I, I absorbed a lot of, you know, knowledge and about foods, about gut health, about human microbiome. And then things started making sense to me. I started connecting the dots. And the more I learned, 
the more I was convinced that the diet could help us to promote our health. Um, and I started introducing some changes right away and some step by step, but improvement in how better my daughters were doing and we were doing was amazing, was unbelievable. I know some people say that it's age related, of course, where they are sick when they are small and they, you know, with age they are less sick, but it was just going with the more changes I made, they were improving, they were better, they, you know, and when I look at them and when I look at the photos from, uh, you know, years, few years ago, I see a significant difference, how they look, how they feel, you know, how they are, how they behave. Uh, <clears throat> and also in the process, someone then recommended uh, to me a chiropractic pra practice of yours, Karen, <laughs> to support my older daughter's, or my older daughter with her reoccurring ear infections. Yeah. And till this very day, I'm very grateful for your and your team's support. Uh, because it, it was also very important and one of the uh, pivotal points in our uh, journey to well-being. Yeah. Uh, the aha also, moment. The aha moment, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a combination of factors. And, and you know, of course, when you sometimes reach a bottom, you look for, for the ways to, yeah, to solve it. To, you look for alternatives. You look for different ways. Yeah. And for us, diet and nutrition and nutrition appear to be very, very, very helpful and significant factor in improving our, our health. And it was also around that time I was questioning what I want to do professionally. Yeah. And, you know, it was just one day. It was also that time when they were all, when my daughters were sick, I just woke up with my business idea you know, which was related to gut health, probiotics and nutrition. Because before that, I was thinking, you know, should I continue my career in a biotech industry, in the pharma industry, or should I do something for myself? And I was always prone and more inclined to do something for myself. Yet I didn't have that idea. And just one day I woke up with an idea. Hmm. And since then, I knew that was it. You know, just like your gut feeling, you yeah. know, this <laughs> is say, it, really, say, this is feeling. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, this is actually how my, he my family healing journey began and how my professional career came to life, my new professional career came to life. Uh, you know, at that time, I dived into books and scientific, scientific literature. I, I have learned really a lot since that time. And I continue learning every day as a mother and as a professional. So this journey continues. But, you know, my, uh, my personal experience uh, inspired me to to take this path and to promote promote healthy living, healthy nut nutrition, to help others. Because it's a, such a powerful uh, tool. No, and I think people way, don't get yeah. the answers, you know. I, I think that, uh, like you said, you sent home with, I mean, uh, you know, I've mentioned on the podcast many times, we have a similar story with my second 
um, with the respiratory insufficiency yeah. and you have yeah. the, the IV yeah. antibiotics and you're sent home yeah. with oral antibiotics and yeah. same thing as you, like the swabs came back clear, no infection. You think I've done all this good work yeah. and, you know, but no one then suggests any probiotics or, or anything yeah. from, there, or yeah. from there on. It's like, yeah, okay, um, you know, you're lucky you have your child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So people, yeah, yeah. people need this. People definitely need yeah. this resource. Yeah. They need yeah. to know, okay, if this happens. And, and also even if it doesn't, you know, I think yeah. Um, yeah. maybe you could talk a little bit about that. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's sometimes difficult to, you know, there are no black and white always solutions. But I think having the knowledge gives you a power and, you know, you can en- enables you to take more informed decisions and, uh, well, since then, so, you know, a little bit about my uh, professional career, you know, I, I dived into, uh, into literature, into books, and I, I did courses and trainings in nutrition. And um, I'm a certified paramedic natural medicine practitioner. I'm also following right now education in functional medicine. Oh great! Uh, yeah, I'm I'm busy with a lot of areas, but the primary thing what I look at is also gut health, right? It's where it all starts, or a lot of diseases or complaints start. So it's a very important part uh, of our health, and you know, from from my own experience, I, I I'm really inspired by the effect of food on our health. And using the food as medicine, um, you know, therefore I, I advise people on nutrition, on gut health, on dietary supplementation. Uh, you know, we look at the gut microbiome. I offer individual consulting and then workshops. My approach is really holistic. So I don't look at just one part of the body, you know, whether it's gut only, but I look at the entire whole body, uh, because sometimes symptoms can, yeah, you have symptoms on your skin, but the origin of it can be uh, gut. So I look really holistically and try to combine uh, the dots. It's a little bit like a puzzle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, well, my interest in human microbes. And because I have a passion for health and science and microbes, uh, is to teach, you know, others um, about and empowering others, you know, how nutrition can be, how powerful and how important it is to take care of your microbes, the ones you already have. Um, And I consider myself as a, a voice for the voiceless microbes they don't <laughs> they don't good. say anything you know but i try to make people aware you know that they are so important yeah and they can make a difference in our health and just few words about my background so i uh, completed master science degree in poland And right after I came to the Netherlands and I carried out doctoral research in molecular microbiology, which is why I'm also so passionate about microbes. I did it at the University of Groningen. Yeah. And I earned my doctorate in 2009. 
And then after this period, I started working for a, a biotech company. Mm-hmm. And I was involved in clinical research. I was working in a medical information, medical affairs department, where I was providing information on diseases and medications for professionals and to the general public. Public. Uh, I'm also an author of several publications, and I uh, have contributed to a few books. I will mention these books later to you, yeah. to the Polish, yeah. edi- Polish editions of these books. Wow. And I originally come from Poland, right? And I live since uh, 2002, I live in the Netherlands. Yeah. So it's already quite some time. Definitely. And in 2015, uh, well, I, I started I started my uh, business and my professional new baby was born when uh, Probiotic Digest, my company, which is about not only probiotics, but it's about promoting life. So promoting what's life and about profession. Uh, so I will. I was following my gut and basically my dream, uh, and yeah, and you know, like exploring my passion for health, nutrition, microbes, education, and helping others because it gives me a lot of satisfaction. Definitely. And full. I mean, fulfillment. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so this is basically, you know, how my professional journey began. And the personal personal impact and, and happenings are very important here. Uh, because basically, I don't know, you know, if my children were in sick and maybe I wouldn't do it right now. I don't know. So I think it was quite a pivotal uh, experience. Well, it's nice in that my you can career. see the blessing in, in it all and yeah. um, the higher purpose. But I think it also allows you to have a lot more empathy, place yourself in, exactly. uh, in your mother's yeah. shoes. And you really do know, um, well, inverted commas, the suffering that they're going through yeah. or that little yeah. baby's going through. And yeah. You, yeah. you have the answers for them. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a very important point, uh, Karen. You say yes, because indeed you have more empathy. With so much great information provided on each episode, we've created an easy way for you to stay up to date on keeping your family happy, healthy, and safe. For exclusive content, as well as show notes, links for everything we discuss on the episode, as well as a free newsletter to help keep you informed, visit mumsthewordpodcast.com. Well, I'd love for you to share some of, maybe some of the big questions that people ask you about newborns and probiotics or just some of the big challenges that people are having just so that we can you know maybe provide some tangibles for the listeners um seeing as our topic is you know good gut health from birth what what someone listening now what could we give some i mean obviously you said it's very typical you know every case is different but what's some good advice that people can start to think about while they're pregnant um if they have a similar situation yeah, I mean, you know, the basically is taking care of yourself while you, while you are pregnant and nourishing your body. I mean, and basically nutrition going for real foods, yeah. real foods. This is the primary uh, primary point, going for real foods. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, nourishing your body, you want to provide to your body nutrients, nutrients 
you know, will be proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, minerals, all the trace mineral elements and water. You want to have the building blocks and all the, you know, the supportive matters like cofactors for the enzymes. You want to function properly while you are pregnant, after pregnancy and for your baby. And where you can get all these nutrients from is from real foods. So this is the basic, this is the basic, eating the real foods. We know that, of course, a lot of components will define, and it's an interplay of factors, you know, whether we are healthy or sick, it will be genetics, it will be physical activity, Mm -hmm. nutrition, the air we breathe in, the water we drink, you know, the the energy, the toxins we accumulate, and whether we can also deal with this toxin, how we can detoxify whether we sleep enough, this is essential. Sleep is essential. Yeah. Uh, you know, what the gut microflora we have. So, you know, we inherit our gut microflora from our parents, but there are ways to stimulate it, and I will talk about it. Um, whether we are, you know, resilient to stress and how we can manage our stress. Uh, are we, you know, about our spiritual and social connection? These all ingredients are very important in defining our health uh, or disease. And one of them is the gut health and our digestive system. It's one of the ways to health. You know, like our respiratory system, for our respiratory system, we need oxygen. Without oxygen, we can't live. But also without the good ingredients, you know, providing to our digestive system, like real foods, real foods, they serve as an information. Uh, We digest them, we absorb, we assimilate them. And if things go wrong at that stage, if we don't provide the proper nutrients, I mean, we are already disabling this pathway. So that's why it's very crucial, you know, at the pregnancy stage, before pregnancy, during pregnancy. Isn't it 90 days or something with that um, that egg? I can't remember. We had it. Uh, But it's not just when you get pregnant that it's actually, you know, pre pregnancy as well. Exactly. Pre pregnancy is essential because our health pre pregnancy will also, you know, define already. Uh, you know, in a way, health or of our child. So whether we are fit, whether we are rested, whether we sleep enough, you know, whether we eat good nutrients, it will promote health. On the other hand, when we are stressed, when we eat, you know, like garbage substance like foods, it will promote disease. And it may also, you know, when difficulties Getting pregnant, you have to also look into these things. How you can optimize your health in what you have in your with your genetics. Genetics we can't change, but we can change a lot of uh, epigenetics. We can influence it. So the factors from the environment, some of them we can influence. Some, you know, we have less uh, less uh, influence on, like air pollution, for example. Um, but, you know, the, our digestive system and gut health is one of the gateways to health. And 
by eating real foods, digesting effectively and then absorbing and assimilating will also define our health. So for some people with gastrointestinal issues, they may eat very, you know, healthy food, organic, a lot of vegetables, fruits, but if they don't digest properly, they will not assimilate the nutrients they need and they may, may be still malnourished. Yeah, it's a really so, important point that you make. Yeah, actually. it's a very important. So, you know, there are people that say, well, I eat really healthy, yet I'm not feeling well. Then you have to look, you know, at the aspects, whether you digest properly and then whether your body can assimilate all the nutrients and use them as an energy, as some building blocks. So, of course, it's very important eating healthy wall and foods that mother nature provides us provides us because this is the key so the nutrients that our body will recognize as food as nutrients yeah if we eat uh, artificial you know artificial uh, artificial stuff our body doesn't recognize it yeah. our bod- body can't utilize it our body doesn't know what to do with it yeah uh, so it may also promote some distortion, distress, and I mean, do we really need stuff that our body doesn't recognize? We don't. We don't. So we should limit it as much as possible. Yeah. We are already briefing enough of of pollutants. We take up, you know, through water, through environment, a lot of pollutants. So I think it's important to try to to get in as much as good stuff as we can from new, from uh, foods. And there are the building blocks, and that will stimulate how we function. It's our fuel. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the n- nutrition is also is very important. It's, it's our fuel, and the quality of fuel will also define how we function. If we don't digest properly, there can be reasons for it, and then sometimes you have to look deeper maybe do some testing some experimenting how to optimize nutrition how to optimize digestion and going back to to the microbiome and why microbes are so important in our life and in the life of an infant uh, we have you know different niches of microbes we have nasal oral microbiome we have a gastrointestinal microbiome. Microbes are within us and they've been within us for always, always. This is just a part, microbiome is a part of us. And uh, we have more than 100 trillion of microbes within our body, on our skin, in different cavities of our body. Our left and right hand microbiomes are different. And everyone has a unique microbial fingerprint. Everyone has a unique one. And what's very important is that uh, our gut microbiomes or intestinal microbiome um, contains about 150 times more genes than our human microbiome. And even more important is that about 70-75% of our immune cells 
reside in the reside in our gut protecting our body from invaders so this is one role but the other role is to interact with the microbes that we have in our gut and it's very essential after birth because these microbes the you know the vaginal microbes that a baby acquires after birth they interact with our with baby's immune system and they teach immune system how to respond to environmental triggers to environmental factors it, it's like a teaching it's like a teaching and educating process so the microbiome interacts with our immune cells and it teaches and it says you know how to distinguish invaders from the friendly uh, friendly bugs or or triggers this is a very very critical moment a critical window early in life during which the establishment of the gut microbiota takes place but also the neurological immunological and metabolic development of a child takes place so critical parts and the microbiome is a critical part in this process so that's why it's so important to promote healthy gut microbiome of a baby and how we can do it this is of course by giving a natural vaginal birth mm-hmm. uh, so the mode of delivery is very important because the babies born in natural way have different microbiome than the babies born via c-section yeah the C-section babies have the microbes, the gut microbes of the first weeks of their life, which resembles the microbes present in, you know, in a hospital, uh, hospital staff. So it's a bit different set of microbes than for babies born uh, in a vaginal way. Uh, also, you know, like a maternal stress disease, how the pregnancy was going it's also a defining uh, point what the microbiome baby will uh, get you know how we feed our baby is it breastfeeding or is it formula feeding the breast milk is just the super probiotic and prebiotic food for a baby uh, you know apart containing all nutrients that the baby needs and all immunological mediators and antimicrobials it contain bacteria itself there are few hundred bacterial species in breast milk itself to seed the infant's intestines with the good bacteria and apart from that breast milk about one third uh, of ingredients of breast milk is prebiotic oligosaccharides that are oligos- oligosaccharides are molecules which we human cannot digest, but bacteria can digest them. Meaning, you know, the breast milk provides food for the baby, nutrients for the baby, and it provides the nutrients for the bacteria. Uh, That's pretty amazing. Yeah, this this is really amazing, amazing. And scientists, scientists, years ago. Is that ago, the oligosaccharides, did you say? 
Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. those are oligosaccharides. And years ago, scientists were puzzled why human milk contains, you know, the oligosaccharides. Human can digest them, but the reason is wow. they are for the for the you know for the microbes. So the breast milk is the f- you know the f- uh, the fooding. Uh, is you know nutrients provide nutrients for the baby and for the microbes. Yeah. It's it's really amazing. That's why it's just the most wonderful drink the baby babies can have. Yeah. Because unfortunately, formula fed, they try to mimic and they try to make you know it as best as possible. But it will never replace breast milk. It no. will never. Yeah. And the combination of microbes with this oligosaccharides, and of course the breast milk will, will change and adjust it depending on the needs of the baby, even the sex of the baby. It will change uh, the composition of the nutrients. But one of the most important fact, one of the important factors is this, the nutrients for also for the microbiome. Yeah. Yeah. So I you know, if babies are born with C section, you know, and and yes, sometimes it's the only way and it's it's yeah, and you can't do anything about it. But sort of you have this second chance, you know, by breastfeeding. Because by breastfeeding you provide really a lot of microbes and you provide the nutrients for the microbes and for the baby. So I always see this breast breastfeeding as a as a backup plan, sort of, yeah. for for the babies born with C-section. Yeah. Um, and the babies formula fed infants, in comparison to breastfed infants, they receive a different combination of nutrients, carbohydrates, and bacteria. Healthy breastfed babies have more of more intestinal colonization with bifidobacteria, for example. And uh, the formula for the babies, they have broader scope of bacteria, including also bifidobacteria, bacteroidetes, clostridia, enterobacteria. But we know uh, right now that bifidobacteria are known to be the key players in the development of a healthy gut microbiota and immunity. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I'm going to have to move the questions yeah. along, but I yeah. think... Um, I mean, this is really great, great information. And I, I mean, I think it's also really nice to mention here that you do offer workshops and there is so much more information that people can yeah. get off you. And we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah. I wish I wish that we could do podcast episodes really long. But um, uh, yeah, I think I think you've touched on some great aspects and really some eye opening things for listeners. So that's um awesome um i'd love you to share uh, a quote or an affirmation and its meaning to you whether it's related to this topic or motherhood with the listeners yeah uh well my favorite one is life is like riding a bicycle (laughs) to keep your balance you must keep moving so there is a little bit of a dutch touch yeah yeah. Uh, it's a quote of uh, Albert Einstein. Yeah. And I think you just have to, you know, take what you have. You have to keep moving to stay in balance. Yeah. It's in life. It's, yeah. This is life. Yeah. It's all uh, what about. So, 
Yeah. Now it relates to a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things, exactly. At a lot of different levels. Yeah. 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 No, awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. um, I mean, you've definitely shared a time that you struggled, so I think we, we don't need to um, go further there. But I would, I would love you to share, as you mentioned, some of these resources that have helped you along your journey and maybe the ones that you mentioned that you've also been a part of. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Of course. I mean, there is plenty of books yeah. <laughs> and resources. I mean, gut microbiome, um, it's a hot topic. Yeah. So there is a lot of going on. Publications are popping up every day. But if I may just suggest some. Yeah. Uh, well, it would be. It's a very uh, easy read, short, follow your gut. The mm -hmm. Enormous Impact of Tiny Microbes of Rob Knight. Uh, just gives you, you know, a basic idea. Yeah. If you are, you know, interested in what the effect of antibiotics use ha may have on the microbiome, I would refer you to Missing Microbes. It's a book of Martin Blazer. He does a lot of research, has a lot of, also a lot of uh, publications. And this is the book I was also uh, honored to be a, a content reviewer of the Polish version. So this is also one of the great books. Another one is The Good Gut. It's a book of two American scientists, Justin and Erika Zonenberg. Uh, very, very nice read. You know, it takes you from the beginning also why the microbiome is important, how you can increase the diversity of your microbiome, which is also very important. Uh, if you are uh, interested in mind and gut connection, so the brain and gut connection, I would like to suggest the mind and gut connection book of, uh, well, he's originally German, uh, German scientist and physician practicing in the uh, United States, Emeran Mayer. It's also very interesting books. Uh, if you are interested in probiotics, for example, it's been uh, one of the books that's been published already years ago, but has a lot of valuable information is, for example, the Probiotics Revolution book of Gary Huff, Huffengel, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh -huh. well, we'll put these all in the show notes. So, um, yeah. That was and the probiotic what? Revolution. Yeah, the Probiotics Revolution. Yeah. If you struggle with gastrointestinal issues, for example, you may uh, find it interesting to read it Dirt of Dr. Josh, Josh Axe. Oh, he's wildly, great. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. leaky gut may be the root cause of your health problems. Yeah. So, you know, each of the books, and I have really a lot of other books, and they have all, they teach you all something else. But, like, regarding also uh, more, for example, parenting books, mm -hmm. which also helped me to, uh, you know, to rebuild, to attachment with my first daughter, mm -hmm. uh, was Peaceful Parents, Peace, Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids, of Dr. Laura Markham. Okay. Uh, 
And for stressed parents, for stressed mothers, maybe you may find some wisdom and some tactics that help, can help you deal with stress. Uh, in the Urban Monk book of Pidram Shoyai. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. The Urban Monk. Urban Monk? Yeah. Urban Monk, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll put those in the show notes. Well, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, of course, I would love you to share how people can find out more about the work that you're doing and how they can reach out to you for a consult and um, well, also obviously the workshops and generally yeah. find out what you're keeping yourself busy with. That would be fantastic, Joanna. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, well, the best way to find me or to contact me is uh, via email yeah. at info. Uh, at probioticdigest.com you can also find it on my website which is www.probioticdigest.com I also have Facebook page Probiotic Digest and I, I often place there easy. Some, yeah, exactly <laughs> some interesting you know articles you or do, information yeah, regarding gut health and the gut microbiome uh, I yeah I provide uh, individual consulting, so with people having, you know, different sort of complaints uh, from skin, you know, babies, children with eczema, people with chronic complaints, gastrointestinal complaints, tiredness, fatigue, different sort of uh, complaints. I do also testing, so I think sometimes, you know, it's better to test and don't guess, yeah. not to guess. Agree. So I do also fecal analysis, we can do microbiome analysis, blood analysis, hair analysis, saliva, DNA, urine analysis. analysis. Uh, there are various possibilities for people struggling with some issues, trying to optimize they have or solve some ongoing uh, health problems. Uh, so this is what I do. And the best way is just to get in touch with me by email. Mm -hmm. And, well, we, uh, together with Karen, we uh, have a workshop planned uh, yeah. next week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would like to invite you, the, you know, people are, that are located in the Netherlands. Uh, I will talk about the immunity, about, you know, the immunity insights and how insights, how you can boost your immunity, what will promote your immunity, what undermines your immunity. So I will also provide a lot of uh, practical tips yeah. Yeah. Uh, during the workshop. And yeah, if you are in the neighborhood, I, I encourage you to, uh, to join the workshop, uh, especially if you struggle issues. I'd just like to say this has been and, really well, uh, well frequented in the past and this is not the first time that you're doing this at Wellbeing. I think it's the third time if I'm correct, right? Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, it's so always it been will really be, well yeah. received. So that's why uh, we're more than happy to have you back sharing your wisdom and yeah, I love working with you. Um, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it and I think as you said, it's going to be a lot of practical and I think we talked about that it's something that we want to share that people can keep their immunity all year round and not exactly. just in the yeah. you know, winter months when it's like, oh, now it's hitting me, now I better think about it. Well, that's kind of that same approach to pregnancy. Oh, now I'm pregnant, now I better think exactly. about it. No, yeah. Yeah. it all no. happens before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. This is the point, to give people and to empower people, to give people information and knowledge and to empower them 
to take informed decisions. Yeah. 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 Well, can't wait, and I'm really grateful for your time. And uh, I know there's going to be a lot of going to be a lot of people reaching out for you for consults because this is something that is a little bit um, left to be desired, at least in Holland, from my experience about really getting into the causes and deficiencies yes, exactly. and what's yep. going on, and not sort of trying to jump through hoops and you know go around in circles and be told that things are normal when you already know uh, yeah. excuse the pun yeah. as a mother that your gut is <laughs> is telling you that that something's yeah. off so um really grateful yeah. for your your education your passion and also your story that gives you that um that drive and desire to do the work that you're doing and just really really happy for my clients as well that you're local so thank you so much joanna Yeah, it's been my pleasure, uh, Karen, and thank you for inviting me and giving me opportunity to, you know, to promote it, to share it. Yeah. And I'm I'm there to help and to support others, you know, in their struggles. Yeah. And there are ways and there are alternatives to really to improve and to boost their health and immunity. Yeah. 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 Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.